0: Today on the newscast, one of Israel's Arab allies suffers a deadly attack at the hands of the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Could this be a game-changer for the region? Get my take next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. A very busy few days on the national And international fronts. Of course, we had that hostage crisis outside Dallas, Texas over the weekend. A radical Islamist who was demanding the release of an Al Qaeda terrorist took four people hostage inside a synagogue. Thankfully, all four escaped. The terrorist was killed by law enforcement, but a very disturbing situation there, to say the least. Secondly, of course, we have the Russia-Ukraine situation heating up. Russia with some 100,000 troops massed on the Ukraine border. There are fears of an imminent invasion. And of course, today, Monday, January 17th, Kim Jong-un, his North Korean regime, with yet another rocket test, this time to short-range. Ballistic missiles launched into the Sea of Japan, the fourth such test by the North in the past month alone. Things are clearly heating up, folks, around the world. But today, I want to focus on one incident, a deadly incident in particular this morning. Again, Monday, January 17th in Abu Dhabi, where the Iran-backed Houthi rebels are claiming responsibility for a deadly drone attack against Abu Dhabi, which is the capital of the United Arab Emirates. Now, first with the details, and then we'll give you a broader analysis. Here's what happened. According to officials in the UAE, an unknown number of explosive-packed drones uh, struck targets in Abu Dhabi. Number one, uh, three fuel tankers at an industrial area ignited. And secondly, there was a fire at Abu Dhabi International Airport, all thanks to these so-called kamikaze drones, which were apparently flown into Abu Dhabi by those Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Now, I mentioned three people were killed. Two of them were Indian nationals, and the third was Pakistani. I assume perhaps they were guest workers working uh, in Abu Dhabi, but a deadly attack and six more wounded as well. Uh, Again, the Houthis claiming responsibility. We don't know all of the logistical details just yet, how exactly they pulled this off. As you can see there on the map, Abu Dhabi sits right on the Persian Gulf, right across the Gulf from Iran. And as this attack unfolded today, a top Houthi official was reportedly in Tehran meeting with Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi and other top Iranian officials. You have to say, folks, pretty interesting timing there. Now, this is part of Iran's continued drone onslaught in the region. We've told you about this many times here on the newscast. Iran is very proud of its growing and more advanced drone arsenal showcasing it at military parades and increasingly putting it into action and using it. Hey, look no further than Iraq and Syria, where these Iran-backed groups, these proxy terror groups there, have launched drone attacks time and time again against bases in Iraq and Syria, housing U.S. troops, including several earlier this month. And of course, Saudi Arabia has really been the main testing ground, so to speak, for these Iranian drones, which the Houthis have used time and time again on a practically daily basis, it seems, uh, to strike out against targets, all variety, all sorts of targets inside Saudi Arabia. Many times the Houthis will combine these drones with a ballistic missile onslaught to present a kind of hybrid threat. But in terms of hitting the UAE, Not the first time that the Houthis have claimed responsibility for attacks on the United Arab Emirates, but today, to me, is the most noteworthy, certainly the most deadly, and a major escalation. This kind of attack, a deadly attack on on Abu Dhabi, again, the capital of the UAE, it seems to demand some kind of response, which I would think most likely uh, would come along with or alongside that Saudi-led coalition against the Houthis. And hey, again, the Houthis aren't hiding this. They openly claimed responsibility. Iran, the Iranian regime, as is its MO, they've been mum so far, but Iran loves to operate, as you know very well, as we discuss it often here in the newscast, they love to operate through proxy. They will equip, arm, and train these various proxy groups, whether it's the Houthis in Yemen. Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, or those various Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. Iran has not only equipped them, armed them, trained them, but they have succeeded in forming, number one, a ring of fire around the state of Israel, essentially surrounding Israel on all sides with proxy terror groups armed to the teeth with attack drones and ballistic missiles. But also now, folks, if you look at the map, think about it, uh, Iran has also succeeded in forming at least a partial ring of fire around Saudi Arabia and the UAE, whether it's Iraq, uh, whether it's Iran, whether it's Yemen. Saudi Arabia and the UAE are also in a bit of a precarious position geographically surrounded by Iranian allies and proxies. Now, the UAE, one reaction to this Abu Dhabi attack earlier today is that the UAE is asking the United States, reportedly, asking the Biden administration to place the Houthis back on the terrorist list, the State Department list of specially designated terrorist organizations. Now, remember, earlier, well, last year now, in 2021, when the Biden administration took office, shortly after he took office, one of the first moves he made in the foreign policy realm was to remove the Houthis from that terror list. Now, the Trump administration had placed the Houthis rightfully on that list. The Biden administration took them off. I suppose they were expecting the Houthis to suddenly change their spots and change their behavior. That didn't happen. The opposite happened. And the Houthis have gone into overdrive in the past year since that designation was removed. Now, Clearly, the Biden administration uh, extending an olive branch, I guess you would say, to the Iranian regime by removing Iran's allies, the Houthis, from that terror list. I mentioned in the intro uh, the UAE is indeed an increasingly important ally of Israel. And the fury that Iran and that Iran backed Axis has against the Abraham Accords nations, I'm talking UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, in particular, Sunni Arab nations who have chosen to align themselves with Israel against that Iranian axis. That fury is very real by the Iranian regime and its allies, and they are grouping Sunni Arab nations, in particular those Abraham Accords nations, together with the Jewish state. It seems as if in these latter days, God is separating the wheat from the tares, the sheep from the goats, when it comes to the nations. You have Arab nations that have bravely, in my view, aligned themselves with God's land, the nation of Israel. And on the other side, you have the enemies of Israel. Again, the dividing line could not be more stark in these Bible times in which we are living. The prophetic chess pieces continue to move on the board in this Abu Dhabi attack. uh, Folks, a major event in my view, and fallout will be felt from it, I feel, in the coming weeks and months. We'll keep a very close eye on it for you here on the newscast. Thanks for joining us today. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.